Happy on a Tuesday morning. I think uh, one of the things that I've really appreciated seeing throughout this uh, this nice open winter is the number of people that have been utilizing the bike pass, getting out and walking and exercising, and it just it's just got to be it's got to be good for for people in your line of work as well, Nicole. Yes, absolutely. No, it has been very beneficial. Um, I think people are uh, generally happier this winter compared to uh, last year. Um, just because there is, yeah, we can see the grass and you can get out and you can walk and it's tolerable temperatures and your face doesn't want to freeze off. So it's, uh, it's, uh, it's been, uh, it's been a really nice winter. I'm not complaining for sure. I call it the no excuse winter. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It should be a wine free, like a whining free winter, but uh, you wanted to talk about mindful eating and I wanted to talk about mindless eating because to understand how you fix a problem you got to know what the problem is so could you could you bear with me like if I sat down with a nice big loaf of fresh baked bread and Mm -hmm. sat down and and just like dipped it in honey and ate the whole loaf and a, a half a jar of honey would that be considered mindless eating yes okay so now we got yeah. the, we got well, the baseline. And see that's where we start when you have that mindless eating, you got to get more <laughs> mindful about it, right Nicole? Yes, yes. I mean, it binge eating is typically uh something it's a it's a huge eating disorder that a lot of people struggle with and mindful eating can be helpful in uh combating some of that binge eating disorder. Obviously, it's more psychology needs to go into that and uh, sometimes those folks really do need to seek out some professional assistance with that but a lot of times what most of us struggle with is not being able to decipher between emotional hunger and physical hunger and mindful eating can be a a tool or a technique that we can uh, plug into Mindfulness is simply just a meditation that helps recognize or helps you cope with emotional and physical sensations. And so eating is that for us, right? There's emotion behind it, but it's also uh, there's those physical sensations and, and trying to determine for yourself, am I eating out of emotion? And so let's first define what is emotion. That's going to be, you know, if you're sad or angry, had a hard day, boredom. Boredom is one of those that a lot of times people go unrecognized uh, is that boredom. You know, it's 8 o'clock at night. You had a long day. You just got done with a, a big your big supper meal about an hour, hour and a half ago, but all of a sudden you want to go eat. Um, or there's this, I'm going to go have a snack. Well, you just ate. Technically, you're not physically hungry, right? Your stomach isn't growling. There, you're not you're craving something specifically, and that's the differentiation that I try to give to my patients: is emotional hunger is you have a specific craving in mind. You're sitting there and you're like, "Ooh, I could go for some Doritos right now," or "I think there's some leftover." Where physical hunger, your stomach is growling, you know you need to eat, but you're not craving anything. It's just time to eat, and it's really um, teaching yourself to become tuned in tune to those different types of cues. All right. We're talking Uh, with nurse practitioner, Nicole Lynn, Healthy Me, Healthy You. So um, does a person ever, I mean, you know how you can uh, train a dog or do this or do that, but does a person ever kind of subconsciously train themselves to only recognize that uh, emotional or boredom eating versus when you're actually hungry? 
I think when you're present with yourself and when you are really trying to make some change for yourself, especially if you've struggled to lose weight or, you know, um, your doctor is telling you you need to make some changes to your overall health, it's really important to become in tune with yourself because we're, we're a body of mind, body, and spirit. And you have to look at all aspects. You can't just be like, well, I'm just going to change what I'm going to eat. No, we have to think on the on the psychological aspect too. And so there's some ways that you can train yourself to start become more mindful. One is just to start eating more slowly when you sit down to eat. You know, we're in such a fast-paced society. We just rush, 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 jam it in. Mm-hmm. And, but you don't have that connect, connection then. Am I really full? Am I really satisfied? Mm-hmm. So eat more slowly. Eliminate distractions. You know, I think it started in the 1950s with the TV dinners. That was a big deal, right? You sat down in front of the TV with your TV dinner. That was a family event. And it's it's transpired into so much more. Now we sit there with our phones. We're not having a connection with our family. We're not having a connection with our food. And pretty soon before you realize it, you've overeaten um, because you're not allowing your brain and your stomach to connect that, hey, I'm full. I'm satisfied. Stop when you are full. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people push past that because it's like, oh, well, there's still so much food on the plate. There's still so what? So what? Yeah. Stop eating when you're full. You can always put your plate in the refrigerator and come back to it later. Or you know what? It's okay if you do throw food away, despite what your mom and dad maybe told you. Um, you know, defining whether you're really hungry, we kind of talked about that and deciphering between that emotional and physical hunger. Um, and then, you know, the best way to start practicing this, just because like just like everything in life, you have to practice this, start with just one meal, you know, start out with supper, I think is probably the biggest meal where people probably overeat or make poor choices. Uh, you know, start at supper and asking yourself, am I physically hungry right now? Mm-hmm. Am I emotionally eating right now? I know one of my biggest pitfalls is I come home from work um, and I grab a snack and then I'll eat mindlessly eat a, a snack. You know what, depending on whatever it is, it might be some nuts. It might just be some of the food that is going to be made for supper, sitting on the counter, picking at that. And then, then I eat the meal. Um, I just took in more calories and more carbohydrates and macros that I didn't really need. And so, um, you know, being more mindful of that. And I am very aware that I do that. And it's it's still a a practice in in work. Um, You know, I try to put gum in my mouth and, and visit with my family instead of picking at the food so that I'm not essentially having two meals. Well, and so you, it's, you say that about work and stuff like that, and I think a person really needs to look at their lifestyle and look at what they do. Like, for instance, in my car, I had to put gum in there because otherwise I'm going to bring a, you know, a box of crackers and sit and eat crackers because for some reason mm-hmm. I think I'm going to starve to death between here and Breckenridge. So, right, you right. know, it's yeah, just no, those exactly. little dopey things that you're saving yourself a lot of calories. Yep, it really is. That That is really true. You know, sometimes I've told people who are traveling salespeople or they're on the road a lot for work, you know, I encourage them to make their car no-eat zone. Mm-hmm. They can have water, they can have coffee, they can have their diet soda, if, if you know that's something they prefer. Um, but really, and gum, you know, to kind of keep yourself awake, but really try to keep your car a no-eat zone. Um, your bedroom. A lot of times people will sit in their bedroom and snack at night or watch TV 
your bedroom is for sleeping. It is not for food, you know, and so it's kind of creating zones around your different lifestyle activities. Um, And I think one of the biggest things that we have to realize is that uh, food is not love. You know, um, I know we like to use and give food as love and as a comfort, but it all it is is nutrition for our bodies. Um, uh, And that's a big thing that people need to realize. And, you know, it's it's a much bigger subject to get into uh, overall. But again, it's, it's understanding that this food is to nourish my body and to make me healthy. This isn't going to take away a hurt or an emotion. All right. Once again, talking to nurse practitioner, Nicole Lynn, healthy me, healthy you. Before I let you go, we have a text friend who obviously was listening last week when we were talking about fiber and I don't want to put you on the spot, but the listener wants to know what brand of fiber did Nicole say she uses? Is there a particular supplement or something that you use just to get a little extra fiber? Sure. Yes. Uh, and I had a couple of people reach out to me too on Facebook. Um, uh, Bloom, B-L-O-O-M. Bloom. That is the one that I uh, recommended or the one that I use personally because there's other additive benefits to that particular brand versus okay. just fiber. Mm-hmm. All right. So where can we find you, Nicole, if anyone has any more questions? I work at Wellness District over in West Fargo. And then otherwise, you can reach me on uh, Facebook or Instagram. All right. Thanks, Nicole. Have a great day. We'll talk next week. That's Nicole Linder.